On today's Hashi, I'm discussing this morning's CPI data, the top 10 markets for first-time homebuyers, and this week's unemployment claims. Today is Thursday, January the 11th, 2024. I'm Byron Lazine, and the Hashi starts now. Welcome into today's Hashi. Let me know in the live chat which market you are tuning in live from. I'm back in my Naples, Florida studio and happy to be here on this Thursday morning. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of news here that we've been waiting, specifically the CPI. Everything that we look at is through the lens of inflation. Inflation, of course, uh, is what's impacting the decisions from the Fed the most as they try to get back down to their 2% target. So let's take a look at where we ended up on today's CPI read. Uh, Consumer Price Index released this morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Uh, CPI for all urban consumers increased 0.3% in December on a seasonally adjusted basis. This is after rising 0.1% in November. This is, of course, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Over the past 12 months, an all-items index increased 3.4% before seasonal adjustment. We know that the target is two percent so we're above that by the way the three the point three percent uh that we just saw here in this report for december is above expectations expectations were point two percent okay uh what we really care about is how this relates to housing how it's going to impact housing of course and what they say about housing here in the cpi and just like a copy and paste here on almost every cpi report lately the index for shelter continued to rise in December, contributing over half of the monthly all items increase. The, the uh, energy index also rose. That was 0.4% over the month as increases in the electricity index and the gasoline index more than offset the decrease that the natural gas index had. The food index increased 0.2% in December as it did in November. Okay, so how do the markets feel about this? Those are just, that's just the numbers. Those are just the black and white data there. If we go to Wall Street Journal, headline says inflation edged up in December after rapid cooling for most of 2023. And that is true. We saw a huge deceleration throughout 2023 in inflation. Inflation firmed up at year's end after the pace of prices, price gains fell by nearly half in 2023. Uh, and then reporting the numbers that we just went over, you see the chart here from Wall Street Journal Consumer Price Index change from a year earlier. And you see there overall the 3.4%, which is the number um, that, we, that we just covered. But then you see core in the pink and core is at 3.9%. Okay, that's down. Core inflation was uh, at four percent on in November, so that is slightly down on the annual increase on core inflation. Core prices strip out volatile food and energy items. Okay, so the the increase was 0.3 percent for core, just like it was for uh, CPI in December. Um, it's up for it. It's 0.3% from December from the prior month. It's the same monthly increase as November. And it's, it is slightly faster than what would be consistent with the Fed's long-term inflation target of 2%. But again, that annual number on core is slightly down from four to 3.9. If we look at more for more uh, reactions to this, I'll go to uh, the Twitterverse. I'll go to Logan Motoshami's Twitter X. 
and he shows the chart here of CPI, which is uh, linked up. You know, all these slides are going to be linked up for you inside of BAMX to make it easy. Um, you do have the one month, which is a which is a pop from October and November. But if you look at the 12 month percent change here, uh, you do see a deceleration overall. That's uh, what we've been experiencing. OK, but here's here's the big tweet from Logan. So here's the reaction that I think uh, everybody here in housing will appreciate. Same story as always, meaning this is the story we have been discussing. Shelter inflation taking off again is necessary for you to get the 1970s second wave of core inflation going higher. You can see here um, that while shelter is high and is making up over half of the CPI increases, it is in a deceleration trend. It's in a downward trend overall. Uh, and Logan's point here, Logan Motoshami from Housing Wire in this tweet, his point is that this would have to reverse trend and take off once again, as it did, uh, obviously, in late 2020 and into 2021 and throughout 2021 and into early 2022. It would have to take off in an upward spike, but we are on this downward trend. So to him, um, we're still heading in the right direction, despite the little blip, despite the um, slight miss that we've experienced today. He's looking at this positively uh, in, in with all things considered. Okay. So um, that now we expect this number too, by the way, you've been following here, the hot sheet, you know, this, we expect this number to start to drop, you know, at a much faster rate than it is when what we're seeing on real time data for specifically rent prices start to catch up with the reality of how they report these numbers into C into the CPI. Uh, if they were to take that into consideration, you would see a much faster drop in shelter. Uh, shelter makes up 35.17% of CPI. That's different from the number we said before, where half of the increases that happened in December, half of those 0.3% increases were uh, shelter related. Uh, shelter just is weighted at 35 plus percent, more than a third of total CPI rent of primary residence is 7.7 .7 and owner's equivalent rent of residences is 26. That's that made up make believe uh, number rent of prime uh, overall shelter went up to 0.5% on the month from 0.4 in November. And then uh, rent of primary residences went down from 0.5 to 0.4. So maybe we'll start to see that, um, you know, data come in and start to drop, you know, it did drop 0.1% here. Owner's equivalent rent of residences stayed flat at 0.5%. The most egregious number that we track in all of, uh, all of the economy. Okay. Uh, some other noticeable drops. You had fuel oil down 5.5 uh, in November and, uh, any other big drops that, that would be, I guess the biggest drop here on this list. Uh, we'll put the table and all this information, uh, for you available in, uh, in BAMX for our BAMX members. You see here, all items, 12 month percent change up to that 3.4% food, uh, which can be volatiles just under three energy is down and then all items, less food and energy is that 3.9. That's that core 
number there in the bar graph to make it easy for you. Uh, all right, that I think would wrap up uh, where we're at on this CPI report. Uh, I will just say, you know, one thing when we look at, you know, yes, rent prices are dropping and we expect shelter to to come down. Lance Lambert, uh, who was on Knowledge Brokers podcast last week, uh, has been out front about this being his biggest concern for 2024. And I would I would agree. Uh, housing market is being hit by home insurance shocks. Shows here really the southeast, all all the eastern seaboard, as well as you know crossing the Gulf into Texas. Uh, having the biggest hit right now on insurance, we're admit uh, we're in the middle of something of a home insurance shock, and it's not, and it's particularly sharp markets in states like obviously California, Florida, Louisiana. But you see all of these markets again on the eastern and southern seaboard that have um, had high insurance increases, and this will impact not just the market, but this will actually impact homeowners. Um, who have been kind of locked into those low rates, this is going to impact their affordability. This is an inflationary measure against homeowners. So this is something to watch and something that could impact inflation is, is the cost of homeowners insurance, uh, which seems to be out of control. And uh, I know there was a there was a primary debate last night. I didn't listen. Uh, but typically when you skim the results of these you know, presidential debates. You don't hear anybody talking about this. And I agree with Lance. It's a huge issue. He talked about it again on uh, last week's Knowledge Brokers podcast. You should go check that out. If you haven't done it already, it's on a separate channel at Knowledge Brokers Podcast. This week, tomorrow on Knowledge Brokers Podcast, Danielle Hale will be joining, chief economist from Realtor.com, also the author of this piece of data uh, just released, The Best Markets for First-Time Home Buyers in 2024. Okay. What are these markets? I am not impressed. Maybe you are, maybe you work one of these markets and you want to convince me otherwise, but these are really small markets. Look at, look at the number one market according to realtor.com as being the best for first time home buyers. Uh, it's iron Decot, And I am hoping I'm saying that right. Iron Decot, New York is uh, essentially in Canada, okay? Iron Decot, New York is the middle of absolutely nowhere. Then it's followed by Benton, Arkansas, Winterset, uh, Iowa. Then you have Newington, Connecticut, Council Bluffs, Iowa, Cheektowaga, New York, Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, Moore, Oklahoma, Mattydale, New York, and River Beach, Maryland. What do these all have in common? Nobody wants to live there, okay? Or very few people. These are affordable homes, lower cost of living, and easy commute times put these cities at the top of our list. I'm not sure in Iron Decot where the heck you're even commuting to unless you want to get across the border into Canada. But these are Realtor.com's top 10 uh Best markets for first-time home buyers. You can see the prices here. Iron Dakota at one hundred and eighty-seven thousand. Uh, Newington, Connecticut, two hundred ninety thousand. Maybe good luck though with that, and uh, that would be the highest on the list. Iron Dakota being, or no, Maddie Dale, New York, at one thirty-eight four fifty is the median listing price in Maddie Dale. If you work any of these markets, love for you to jump into the chat. Maybe. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Obviously, Grand Rapids is 
a pretty well-known area and uh newington you're outside of hartford county here are the metros on those uh areas iron Ducat is a metro of rochester uh benton is a is a uh has a metro of little rock arkansas winterset uh des moines which is which is where uh, i believe where that debate was last night newington is a metro of hartford council bluffs is omaha Pictuaga is in the Buffalo region. Grand Rapids is in the Grand Rapids region. Okay. Um, Moore is in Oklahoma City. So maybe maybe Jody knows something about Moore. Uh, I don't know if Jody works there. Jody's uh, from OKC in the chat. Maddie Dale is Syracuse region. And then Riviera is in the Baltimore um, region. Okay. So, uh, with these cities ranked highly overall, many still have strengths and weaknesses that require prospective buyers to consider trade-offs. Only Benton, Arkansas ranked as good or better than the average city or town for each of the eight uh, metrics comprising the index. Otherwise, buyers may face trade-offs between inventory ver- ver- uh, availability, real estate market growth, commutes to work, or lifestyle. So there you go. I think that's going to be a big trade-off in a lot of those markets. It, But, you know, this is something that... Um, this will get clicked. So, you know, congrats to Danielle Hale, realtor.com for obviously putting this study and this piece together. And it might be something for you to consider to rip off and duplicate in your market. Okay. What are the top 10? What are the top five first time home buyer markets here in X County or X state uh, that you're an expert and might be a great piece and to duplicate. We'll have this linked up in BAMX for you. If you want any further information, on that as we're tracking the cpi we're also tracking jobs okay jobs can have a significant impact on whether we avoid a recession or not and in the weekend during in january 6th the advanced figure seasonal adjusted initial claims was 202,000. that's a decrease of a thousand uh from the revised level the previous week's level was revised up by 1000 from 202 to 203 so really no change here four week moving average 207 that's similar to last week um the uh, seasonally adjusted insured unemployment rate is 1.2% for the week of uh, December 30th. That's a decrease of 0.1% here. Um, you see we're not um, really kind of just flat on unemployment and uh, initial claims. So job market conti- continuing to be really strong uh, right now. And we got a little bit of a hotter than expected um cpi report and so let's take a look at how um how the market is reacting to that specifically what did the 10-year do here today with this information 10-year um it it was under right before the cpi was under four percent then it kind of bounced up as high as 4.072 and now it's kind of ticked back down uh getting closer to a four. Uh, so if we just kind of look at the chart here, maybe it won't let me look at the chart. I know where to find a chart. Let's go to CNBC. Let's go to the 10 year. Here we go. And so you see here, let's go to one day. This is kind of what happened today. Okay. So this is right before uh, on the left here. This is right before. CPI came out, CPI came out, it jumped up. 
and now it's come back down to about four. So still just above four. There's been four times this year so far that we've dropped below 4%. So, I mean, we're only, what, 11 days in? Expect more of the 10-year bouncing up and down below four and above four uh, here until we really get a feel for you know, when the, the Fed's going to be cutting rates. You've got a 30-year yesterday that ended the day at 6.78. I'll uh, see what happens today based off this news and, and how the markets continue to react throughout the day. Right now, the Dow is down a tick. S&P and NASDAQ are both up a tick, but really coming in flat from yesterday. Not really much of a change there. If you want to change your approach to your game here in 2024 or be the most prepared, Sign up for the BAM Pro Bowl. This is a free virtual event for real estate professionals. You can grab your seat with the link in the description. And we have power players, all-star lineup like Ryan Serhant, uh, Neil uh, Dingra, David Childers, Jason Bantana, Gary Gold, Danielle Garofalo, Marie Lee, Jimmy Mackin, as well as myself, Eric the Broke Agent, Luca from Actually Agents, and we have an anthem from Amanda Bradford. Bradford. Uh, we've got a ton of great content coming out of this. It's a three-hour free virtual event on February 7th week of the Super Bowl. Hit the link to sign up for that. And, of course, to get the most out of everything we do at BAM, join BAMX. Use code HOT to get 10% off of that. So you get all of our uh, hot hot sheet notes each and every single day, like today's hot sheet notes, which are super robust and you can use for your marketing, your emails, uh, your data sharing with your clients, as well as our, our daily downloads. All of the slides will be available for our BAMX members, our monthly courses, live streams, and of course, our fantastic Facebook community. Use code HOT to get into BAMX today. That is today's Hashi. Tomorrow, we've got a PPI report. So back-to-back -back inflation. We'll see how the PPI um, report looks. Remember, CPI is the investor's favorite report. The PPI is the Fed's favorite report. So that one comes out tomorrow. Tom Tool is going to be breaking that down with you. Uh, Monday, we are off in observance of Martin Luther King holiday with uh, with the markets being closed, and we'll be back then again on Tuesday. So tomorrow's hot sheet, Tom Tool PPI, plus your questions on a free format Friday. Hope everybody has a great day, and until tomorrow's hot sheet and tomorrow's Knowledge Brokers pod with Danielle Hale, toodaloo.